2: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandy's. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. I know you revisit those old episodes of uh, Next Top Model. and You know, we thought it all changed in 2016, but it's always been a hellscape.
3: Uh, That classic (laughs) moment where she loses her mind on the girl. And she says, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. You watch her explode on this girl who truly is just here to pursue her dreams. Mm -hmm. And then after the girl leaves, walks up to the rest of the group and goes... Oof, were y'all scared back there? <laughs> I was scared too. It's like, fuck you, Tyra,
2: you did it. You were the scary person. I really identify with the girl in that scenario. Mm-hmm. So she was just there being like, it's fine. I don't have any emotions. And like, that's how I live my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
3: <laughs> you're nailing it. If, Thanks. if not feeling stuff is the way to go for you, you're you're cruising. You're doing
4: great. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs>
3: Yep, 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 there it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories, and we finally work to prove that yes, Jada Pinkett Smith may be having a sexual affair with Ghost Tupac, but Will Smith is having sex with that bug alien who wanted sugar from Men in Black. They're both cheating on each other in a futuristic, heroic fashion. And I love it. I support it. Who needs a monogamous relationship anymore? Go have sex with strange spiritual creatures is what I say to myself. At night, as I lay next to my wife, resentful that she wants me to stay with her forever. How dare she? I want to fuck a ghost. Anyway, I'm your host, Langston Kerman, as always. Coming in, I'm misbehaving, (laughs) y'all. I ain't supposed to act like this, but this is the behavior I chose for myself. I'm a father now. I'm not supposed to. To talk this way or do these things but that baby don't speak English and until then I'm going to keep acting the way I act. You know who doesn't misbehave? You know who really she just shows up with just polite (laughs) respectful (laughs) behavior every time we've ever interacted with each other it is my guest today. She's phenomenal. She's an actress, a singer, a performer of all types. You know her from The Bold Type. You know her from a new Audible production called Haunt the Johnsons that she and I had the pleasure of working with each other on. She's so cool, so funny, so talented. Give it up for my guest, Miss Aisha D. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hello. What a, how are you? <laughs>
2: You're a dad?
3: Yeah, as of five days ago, there's a new human in our home.
2: Whoa, is that really scary? Yeah.
3: I, I've <laughs> I would been be like, most...
2: <laughs> you're going to let me take this home?
3: Yeah. that Honestly, <laughs> hey. that was the craziest part is that like at one point, we just kind of looked over at each other and we were like, so no one else is in charge.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
3: like nobody else is going to intervene and be like, hey, y'all can't do that. Mm-hmm. Cut that out. Yeah, like we could do whatever we want to this human, and that's crazy.
2: It's pretty wild. I don't trust you, but you know, <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're gonna that be a great fair. dad. Congratulations.
3: Thanks. Yeah, that's no, so I, cool. I'm very excited. She's she's a cool cool little baby. So far, we're fair. enjoying her company quite a bit. We don't have time to talk about my stupid ass baby because <laughs> we need to get into your conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. You came with a conspiracy theory that I would say. Is not one that I would classically associate with the black community of America. It is not necessarily a traditionally African-American, if we're going to put that heavy ass word on it conspiracy theory, but it is one that I think has undertones of a lot of the shit that Black people complain about all the time. And I'm excited to hear your experience as a person, not from America, at least originally. Mm -hmm. So let's unpack. I want to make sure I get this right. You said, my mama told me. The government puts fluoride in our water as a tool for mind control. right tell me more
2: i think this is something you know my mom is white from Mm -hmm. australia she's a cute little australian white lady and then my my dad is from new york he's black and this is like one thing that i think everyone can agree on like (laughs) as far as my (laughs) you know everyone in my family since then nobody trusts the government and yeah when i was like i think i was probably like 13 my mom went crazy. I mean, she's always been a little bit crazy, a little bit kooky, but she decided to buy this really expensive, like, we had to save up for it as a family, this water filter that was mm. supposed to take out all the fluoride, had some fancy name that I don't even remember now, and, you know, I don't I don't believe any of the things that my mom says, but that okay. one thing I have <laughs> taken with me, like... I don't drink any tap water. I drink the expensive stuff. I'm bougie now. Whoa. Yeah.
3: Okay. So, so you you generally avoid what your mom says, at least in terms of her conspiratorial suggestions. Mm-hmm. Let's go that way. Yeah. But with the fluoride, you're like, nah. I'm bought in that filtered water. It tastes. <laughs> it tastes safe. It tastes like protection from the government's uh, trickery.
2: It tastes fancy. I think is the the. Most <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, like, very brand loyal when it comes to, like, my water and my moisturizer. When we yeah. call it dead, like, ashy or, or dehydrated.
3: Okay. And what you know? what is, may I ask, what is the best way to hydrate if we got to go fancy water for you? Where, where are you, where's your your go-to bottled product?
2: Look, they're not paying me for this, but I'll do it. Hell yeah. Mountain Valley. Spring water. Whoa. They come in the big green bottles. Yeah,
3: the glass joints.
2: Yeah, something about drinking out of glass, it just makes you feel like and glass is better to recycle, I've heard. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: I, I don't, don't know. even know that recycling's real anymore, if we're being honest. No. I feel like a lot of it's just getting dumped in the exact same uh landfills and we're being told, "You did a good job, big man. Thanks for thanks well, for helping."
2: I'll take it. I'll take any validation I can get at this point.
3: Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Okay, so so you're a mountain valley girl. Mm-hmm. I, I myself, I think if I had to to pick off the top of my head, Fiji might be the thing that pops in my head, but Fiji is not good for the planet. That feels like it's doing a lot of corrupt things, both in terms of the plastic and, mm. I don't know, what y'all doing to the Fijian people to, to be able to get this shit? You know what I mean?
2: Listen, I'm going to validate you here. I, I know more than I thought about water. I'm realizing Fiji is Tyra Banks' water. Whoa! Wait, wait, really? Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> so, I i mean, I don't know what you would call that in terms of, like, degrees of separation, but, like, it feels like you and Tyra would be friends.
3: Oh, I don't want that at all. Tyra Banks seems <laughs> super toxic and not a good person to, to spend time with after a while. <laughs> okay, so so your mom introduces this filtered water to your life, Mm. at the time, are you resentful of being asked to to specifically only drink water from this filtered space? Or are you like, hell yeah, mom's on the right track immediately?
2: Well, I did make fun of her because she was convinced that she would be able to taste the difference. (laughs) So I gave her like a bunch of different glasses of water yeah. Like, all right, so which one, you know, which one is the... Oh, reverse osmosis was what it was called.
5: This oh. water
2: filter, Very fancy. Yeah. And she did get it right.
3: Oh, shit. Like, so she, she, she it could right. actually taste the difference.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was convinced after that. And then, you know, I started to, like, notice a difference with my health. I was like, oh, this has been my problem the whole time. Yeah. Now I'm fixed because I'm... Because <laughs> <water.
3: laughs> I've uh, taken all that fluoride out, now yeah. I can really stretch the way that I wanted to. Before I was barely touching my toes.
2: Mm-hmm. She's doing the splits now.
3: What do you think, or what is your mother's claim that the government wanted to do with all of this added fluoride? What it what is besides Like obviously, mind control is sort of a general. Suggestion, but what specifically do you think their their aim was with all of this?
2: Well, from what my mom said, and I'm quoting Mm -hmm. my mom more than I would like to, but (laughs) she really felt that the fluoride was there to basically numb us. Mm. You know, my mom's an opera singer; she's like an artist, so she's very emotional, and she was like, "The fluoride is in the water to basically numb us into this stasis, so that we don't question things."
3: Whoa! <laughs>
2: I know it's quite deep, and then yeah. I, you know, I, I'll believe that. That it doesn't take much to convince me of that, really.
3: Okay, so you immediately were like, "Fuck yeah! I don't want to be numb.
2: I'll,
3: I'll, I'll take the unfluoridate, fluorinated, fluoridate. I don't I know think the it's correct."
2: Florinisha.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, Flor. I know there's an "n" if you if you say a certain version of the word, and then not if you say the other version. So let's just <laughs> say both, and then that'll be a safety check. You mm-hmm.
2: know? that's right. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I like emotions, and I like to feel things and question things, and you know, I
6: just, yeah,
2: I just believed it, and I still believe it because you know you hear things like a, around the way. Okay.
3: <laughs> Wait, what? Like, at the local bodega, they're like, hey, don't get that because well, that's got fluorided? Like, what do you mean around the way?
2: Well, you know, like, nobody nobody likes L.A. Like, people live here. and I'm here now.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: I, I feel like the city, maybe the toxicity is really just because the water is so bad. <laughs>
3: oh. You know, and in New York, is
2: like a little bit better. Because it's Whoa. So cool, a city because the water is better. Like, I feel like there's something to this.
3: <laughs> yeah. So you're saying that we all, despite the fact that we are all sort of resentful of our LA experience, mm-hmm. that like we're constantly isolated and being put down by executives who should not have power at all, but somehow have the most power any of us can calculate
1: <laughs> Yes. that
3: despite those bad feelings it is the fluoride in the water that makes us okay with those bad feelings and want to stay
2: mm-hmm. in
3: this this dry, sad place.
2: Yeah, it's like you get stuck here, you know.
3: Whoa, damn! Is it too so okay.
2: deep? Or am I going too deep? Not too deep.
3: I <laughs> no, it don't go too deep around here. Okay, but you are going deep, and I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying spelunking with you into this. Uh, this wild cave of a conversation. So, you still maintain mm-hmm. that there might be some level of mind control being introduced through water with fluoride in it. Let me ask you this question because mm-hmm. your mother, you said, is a person who challenges, she questions, she's an artist, she wants to feel things. Was she being raised drinking fluorinated water? Would, did she have water with fluoride before this? Or was she? drinking not that and then suddenly it got introduced at a certain point in her life
2: well you know no this this all happened very fast and i i remember it quite vividly you know yeah before that i don't even think we had a brita in the home we were just drinking like (laughs) whatever came out of the tap and sure you know my family's not they're not fancy it's just just this one detail Mm -hmm. my mom specifically has has really (laughs) just. Yeah. Taken all the way to 100, you know?
3: Which I think maybe makes it more believable in that way. Mm. That, like, if you have a family where everything is expensive, everything is fancy, everything has, like, these specific, you know, little tools on it that ensures the best quality of whatever the fuck, then you go, okay, some of this is exaggerated. You don't actually need these things. This is just you being pretentious. Mm. But if you just eat regular food and and sleep on regular beds but then you're like yo don't fucking touch water that isn't filtered through this machine then you go okay you're really passionate about this in a way that you're not in other parts of your life which makes me think you might be on to something
2: yeah no my, no they're they're not like a, nobody's doing the organic thing nobody's doing the vegan thing they're like on the west side of melbourne like in australia yeah. they're killing
3: <laughs> not- yeah i have no frame of reference for what <laughs> west side of melbourne well, means but it sounds awful it sounds like the, the fucking streets
2: it's the west <laughs> side you know like people on the east side of melbourne call the west side of melbourne like the poo farm
3: oh shit
2: that's real <laughs> What's up, man? I would,
3: so I, I've only been to Melbourne once, and I had a lovely time. And I don't know which side of it I was on, but <laughs> I feel like it was like down. I was probably near like a downtownish kind of vibe, if okay. that's a thing that y'all have. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's it. Melbourne's a amazing city. I didn't grow up there for most of my childhood, but that's where a lot of my family are now. Yeah, Melbourne's fucking amazing. But you know, the west side is. Known as the poof. I, I wait, I have to defend the West Side moment because I love <laughs> the West Side moment. I don't want all my West Side peeps to like come for me. I'm just saying, I'm saying what has been said. I'm not saying my opinion of the West sure. Side
3: moment. This is not you, uh, you substantiating the things that they're saying. You're merely documenting mm-hmm. what has been said.
2: I'm merely a documentarian.
3: Oh, sure. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> And what a place to start your work as a documentary than <laughs> here on this uh, mm. very unhealthy podcast, this I, super yeah. toxic thing that we've built.
2: I think it is about time to get a real job. You know, I've been playing make-believe my entire sure. life. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, this feels like Melissa McCarthy doing that Bob Ross documentary. You know, it's just we all got to commit to the real shit at some point.
2: Mm-hmm. It's exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so your mom believes this. You you pull this into your own life. Are you then becoming the type of person who wants to spread this information to others? Or are you like, if y'all want to be mind-controlled, go crazy. I just personally don't plan to do that.
2: I am like a walking advertisement for Mountain Valley water. Look. Mm. Oh,
3: shit! It's right. You guys here. can't see this at home, but and it's she pulled out the biggest bottle <laughs> a human being can hold in their hands legally of mountain valley, not <laughs> sparkling either the the red kind that Regular. plain old red kind
2: hmm and when you walk into a room with like a bottle of water that's the size of like your newborn child, sure, <laughs> you can't help but talk about it. like I'll talk about water and my favorite moisturizer all day any day, yeah, I'll do it. So I, I would say I'm I'm open to other people's choices. But
3: OK, you haven't reached anti-vaxxer, protester kind of energy around water, but you are more than happy to uh, preach the good word whenever possible.
2: I'm quite tired most of the time. So just like leaving <laughs> the house and like you're going out. Into the world is enough for me. So, no, I'm not I'm not super, super passionate about it. I'm pretty chill. You know,
3: some people might say you, you'd feel less tired if there were fluoride in your water. <laughs> if you had a big old dose of fluoride, you'd have a, a burst
2: of energy. Maybe. I don't know. I would love to be proven wrong. It would, I spend a lot of money on water, I'm realizing. But, you know, I feel like I'm right. I really do. All
3: right. Fair enough. I feel like I'm right is not really a good argument for... Uh, <laughs> for anybody, frankly, but I do think it's an exciting one for this podcast of just being like, no, nah, I feel like I'm right. Mm-hmm. We're good.
2: Good vibes around, yeah. the idea." you know?
3: <laughs> okay. Do you or have you done any personal sort of like uh, research examination of this conspiracy theory? Like besides your mother's suggestions. Have you personally ever, like, gone and done any of, like, the hard work to find out if there's legitimacy to her claims?
2: I like to have conversations with, like, strangers about it. Yeah. But I don't really want to Google it. <laughs> Just in case I'm wrong, I like, you know, I like living in this bubble of, like, what I yeah. believe is correct. You know? Yeah
3: I think... It's interesting you say that because I don't think I've ever thought about that, thought about it that way. But I do think that is in part why a lot of people turn to conspiracy theory and don't want to let them go. Mm. Is that like, I think a part of us is like, nah, I built a beautiful bubble here. Like I have all the things I need in this pocket of information and to burst that bubble means that my things go away and I don't want my things to go away. So I'll stay here.
2: Yeah. It kind of starts to become part of your identity at some point too. Yeah. Like your, it's your belief system, you know, and, and all you have to do is just not Google it. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone wants any tips for uh, staying in denial, you can uh, reach out to me.
3: <laughs> I I cannot tell you how much I love the phrase. I want to put this on. If we had a website, I'd put it up there. All you have to do is not Google it. And, <laughs> and you can believe, I think, mm-hmm. in anything. Mm-hmm. That's that's, right. that's amazing. So, okay, before we go to break, you have not Googled it. You are not necessarily interested in in bursting your bubble and finding out what's on the other side of this bad boy, but you do love talking to strangers about it. Mm
4: -hmm. Has there
3: ever been a conversation you've had with someone where you were like, phenomenal work, sir and or madam, (laughs) you are truly adding to the joy and energy that I feel around fluoride and water conversations?
2: Well, you know, I feel like there's like a similar thing that happens. Like you know, where I grew up in Australia, there was, like, maybe five other black people in the entire town. And so sure. we would, like, I would walk past people and you, like, nod at them. You're like, what's up? Oh, my God. Look at you. Why are you in Australia? And
0: <laughs> uh,
2: and and I feel like with the water thing, like, if I see another person, like, holding a bottle of Mountain Valley, it's that same, like, <laughs>
3: mm. what's up? <laughs> this is a person in the know.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: this is this is I see you, uh, sister. I see you, brother. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. we are one in the same in this, at least in this small way.
2: Yeah, quite spiritual, really. <laughs> I love that.
3: Mountain <laughs> Valley bringing people together for psychotic reasons, but yeah. bringing them together all the same. I hope they do endorse us now. I hope that Mountain Valley wants a, a small taste of my mama told me.
2: I hope and, so, uh, too.
3: I hope they regret it immediately. <laughs> after. But they should like it. Anyway, we'll, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more HD and more My Mama Told Me.
0: Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series.
5: LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com/iheart. That's lifelock.com/iheart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
6: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring
5: And we are back. Hello, how are you? I am under the water. Please help me. You're too much raining.
3: Yeah, we're (laughs) back here with more HD. More my mama told me. We're still talking about the potential poisons, the the mind control toxins being infused in our water, in our tap water, in our everyday water. When you go to restaurants... And they ask for, if you want water, do you always specifically before they even get to like tap or sparkling or whatever, you always just jump ahead of that?
2: Sometimes, listen, I I can't be good a hundred percent of the time. I will say there are times, there are times when I've just had like, (laughs) you know, like a diner. You don't want to be like that guy. So you've got to read the room really. Yeah. And I'm. I'm I'm big on uh, peer pressure, so if I'm with someone that's like, no, we'll just do tap. I'm like, yeah, of course, that's totally fine. And then I like <laughs> cry the whole way home.
4: <laughs> like,
3: sure, you're like, yeah. if if everybody's having some <laughs> mind control, I have a little mind control. Yeah, we, we'll split some mind control at the table.
2: Mm-hmm. It's nice like that. Yeah.
3: Wow. Okay. <laughs> let's let's dig into some of this research because I think. I think based on the fact that you are so committed to this conspiracy theory, a great deal of this is actually going to make you feel more confident about your decision to avoid fluoride. I think. I'm not 100% sure, and keep in mind. I am an idiot. (laughs) I do this research on Google, and I mostly do it for the sake of jokes, not because I'm an actual uh, scientist. I don't know if me waving this stick around (laughs) makes me look more legitimate, but it is the (laughs) stick of uh, of an edible arrangement that was given to us and it's just the where the pineapple used to be and the stick is now in my hand i don't you know i'm just offering you information
2: it's doing great things for you i think you should keep it keep Hell it around yeah. <laughs>
3: Okay, so the government claims that fluoride was originally added to our water as an aid in helping to reduce cavities and tooth decay by as much as 25% in both children and adults. That was the original motive for adding fluoride to the water, was to make sure that your teeth do not decay. So, And this originally happened around the mid-40s. I think 1945 was the first introduction of fluoride to at least American water, right? And the US, it was so widely sort of like supported by the CDC that it has now been documented as one of the 10 greatest public health achievements of the 20th century. That like it's between this and seatbelts and cars that they're like, yo, this shit is groundbreaking. Changes that we we made for our population in making the world a better place, this so feels, that part not as supportive of your argument,
2: but it feels so self-congratulatory, and I don't trust it.
3: <laughs> I like that. I Hey, wait a minute.
0: So that's how they get you.
3: That's how they get you, right? Is that this is all the government mm-hmm. celebrating the government for some shit that the government did, and that feels weird it does okay. So here's where stuff starts to get even more interesting, okay. is that despite all of that self-congratulation, there are recent studies that have shown that the early conclusions about fluoride, most of which were finished by 1975, were deeply flawed, that they they aren't as uh, foolproof as the government would like us to believe.
2: Go on. <laughs> I'm okay, so ready to be okay. right. Yes! <laughs> <laughs>
3: I love that. I love that you're just waited with bated breath just for for me to be like you were right. Asia this, this this was a massive mistake. That's right. Now, the original studies apparently while they were correct in saying that there were improvements in the quality of people's teeth in terms of tooth decay and lack of cavities, all of that shit, mm-hmm. what these studies didn't take into account is how much fluoride is being added to our dental products, which easily could account for the reduction in our decaying teeth, right? That like there's fluoride in our toothpaste. We brush our teeth with that toothpaste, but we spit it out. And that would make our teeth better and could be the reason our teeth are improving without needing to drink the water stuffed with fluoride Mm -hmm. and poison our brains. Thoughts? anything
2: if i had a microphone i would drop it i think (laughs) like not that i did this research but like emotionally need google
3: (laughs) you played your part you you were (laughs) they were like this girl seems committed to our world our our (laughs) conspiracy so we're we're doing this for her wow
2: Wait. Okay. Go. Go on. I'm. I'm ready for this to keep validating me. So, like, it's. This is doing wonders. <laughs> like, Listen. Go. I.
3: I often find myself dancing between conspiracy theorist and a uh, person who just wants to be free and go outside. So. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, I don't know what the fuck the government's doing, but uh, they ain't attacking me personally. I'll let them be. But that said, I walked into this, not necessarily a firm believer in anything fluoride related. I'll drink out of a puddle. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) But apparently I probably shouldn't be doing that because there is even more evidence that fluoride does have potential downfalls. So, for example... Excessive fluoride causes, and this is some of the things that came out of this study, that excessive fluoride causes fluorosis, which changes uh, changes in tooth enamel that range from barely noticeable white spots to staining and pitting. Uh, fluoride can also become concentrated in the bone and stimulating bone cell growth, altering the tissue structure and weakening the skeleton. So basically, too much fluoride. It, you know, basically does more damage to your bones than the fluoride that is helping to prevent tooth decay actually uh, is helping, if that makes sense.
2: Okay, so my dad said fluoride makes your teeth fall out. And I didn't Whoa. bring that in my argument because I thought it was bullshit, and I didn't want to like weaken my <laughs> argument. But now I'm realizing he was right too.
3: You owe your father a deep apology. Yeah. that man was spitting truth, and you ignored him and told him he was <laughs> he, he wasn't even worth mentioning on a on a a very serious podcast.
2: He'll be very happy to know that I have regrets about that. <laughs>
3: Here's where it gets even crazier. High levels of fluoride may be toxic to brain and nerve cells, studies say. Studies have also identified possible links to learning, memory, and cognition deficits that it can fuck up our brains. Even more so, there is a recent study that came out in 2017, I believe, that, and this is where it gets complicated, where they found some correlation between pregnant mothers drinking fluoride and the IQs of the boy babies that come on the other side of their pregnancy. That apparently fluoride is making boy babies dumber and for some reason, not affecting the girls. Now, this is where it gets complicated because we're talking about a study that even the scientists who did the shit aren't saying is conclusive evidence to remove fluoride completely. They're mm. saying there is plenty of evidence that it's good for your teeth and we can't prove fully that it's bad for your brain and certainly the brains of boy babies, but we are seeing a correlation and more study needs to be done to definitively say what needs to happen beyond this.
2: So why is, what is the real story here? Because it seems like there's so much evidence and nobody is pulling the trigger and saying, just take it out. How, com- I, how complicated is it to <laughs> take
3: I I oh, love that I'm you're asking out. that question because what a segue for me to move into the next point. High True. Five. This <laughs> is this is a goddamn we're doing we're doing a tango here. And, and you dipped me and I got scared, but you lifted me back up and we're ready to keep moving. <laughs> no twirl,
2: bitch. Come on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so the original, because I asked that same question, right? Where does this come from? If everybody is saying that fluoride has, like, these mixed interpretations and all of these things, the problem—and it turns out that in the scientific community, fluoride is is like a, a battle right now, that they're actually having a lot of infighting in the scientific community because of the dangerous— language and conversations happening around fluoride, that they're afraid of releasing certain studies that say bad things about fluoride because it just empowers a lot of people on the internet to take that in a completely opposite or more extreme direction. Mm -hmm. So these scientists are basically saying, yo, we did a study, turns out, there is some correlation between babies having slightly lower IQs from mothers who are drinking fluoride. We haven't seen enough correlations to prove the fluoride is responsible. But then a person like Alex Jones reads that study from legit scientists and goes, fluoride's killing our, br- our baby's brains. Mm. And because he has access to the exact same information that every scientist has access to and now has more followers than the CDC does, he has more power to manipulate that information, even if what he's manipulating isn't fully correct.
2: Right. Well, that's why people need us. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) We're the only uh, legit source on the fluoride conversation. So um, (laughs) welcome,
5: everybody.
3: That's why they need us. Mountain Valley's number one and number two salesman. Yep. (laughs) We we are the only source that people should trust. (laughs) Mm-hmm. OK, so then it got me asking the question, where did this original mind control conversation come from? Right. Because none yeah. of this is necessarily saying that the government introduced it for mind control. It's just is saying that the government might be irresponsible in their handling and, and sort of continuation of adding fluoride to our water. But it turns out that the original conversation about mind control comes from, you guessed it, Nazi Germany that Nazis used to use fluoride as a form of oh. exactly what your your mom said, that they used the, the fluoride on the people in the internment camps, in the concentration camps, to sedate them and control them and keep them a little more docile than they were before.
2: Holy shit.
3: Yeah, they were basically using it as a nerve gas to keep people chill while they murdered them. <gasps>
2: Do they still use fluoride and other shit? Like, I know fluoride is in our toothpaste, but, and it's in our water.
3: Yeah, I don't, I think it's it's in I think it's in chocolate, apparently. I think there's some other shit that fluoride shows up in that isn't just uh, water and toothpaste.
2: If it's in the wine, I'm fucked. (laughs) Oh. (laughs)
3: Just well, in- <laughs> that's a cool way to say you're an addict, and I love it. <laughs>
2: Thanks, I am pretty cool. People say that a lot. <laughs> they don't.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that fluoride is just limited to mm. to water and uh, water and toothpaste. And I do think it's a lot of places. What I will also say, mm. being a responsible fake researcher, is that the Nazis were apparently using it... As a gas and in extreme, extreme doses, not as a very small addition to water. So I don't know that the effects would be anywhere near the same Mm -hmm. as they would be in drinking a small amount of it versus being fucking, you know, this being the only thing you're inhaling as you are being put down in a concentration camp.
2: That's so interesting. I've never heard that before about fluoride.
3: Yeah. Even crazier, part of where our conspiracy theory and sort of like this continuation of the conspiracy theory comes from is actually we were talking Hollywood earlier. It comes from Hollywood that the film Dr. Strangelove, which came out in 1964 suggests that fluoride is being added to our water for the exact same reason that we're hearing mind control all of the things but mm-hmm. it's a fictional film and so people i think are conflating the Nazis effort and this film and all of like the language around it and making it a permanent fact in their lives rather than trusting science be science trustworthy or not trustworthy
2: mm. you know yeah. I- it's a breather I still feel validated though. Like I don't mean to bring it back to myself. Sure. But <laughs> <laughs> like I I I just I just feel that it's also valid. And I'm also like, I'm I'm realizing my mom is a little smarter than I thought she was. And I I, I know it's in small amounts, but like small amounts over a whole lifetime.
3: Yes. It will have an effect. It probably you know, adds up as we move If move we're talking
2: science, it's a lot of...
3: Yeah, it's a lot of hand motions that, yeah. are, that aren't good for an audio medium. But... done <laughs> hands, et cetera. <laughs> you should know that we've been doing sign language through this entire episode, <laughs> and we are being funny as fuck with our fingers. Mm-hmm. We're doing okay on the audio version, but we're killing <laughs> with our fingers. I I will say that the additional sort of like uh, wild part of this is the timing of everything, right? Mm. That Nazi Germany is using this to control the people that are being held in concentration camps. And then in 1945, America starts introducing it to our own water supply. Now, whether that was intentional or accidental, mm. as a conspiracy theorist, I look at that time and then I go, fuck you, bitch, you tried to get me. And I see exactly what motivated you trying to get me. And it's because you learned from those goddamn Nazis.
2: Yeah, I don't trust it. Not that I did before, but the timing is a little too convenient.
3: It's it's scary, the timing, certainly. Now, all of the government websites, and this continues even to Australia, because I took some time to look up the Australian government websites and their relationship to fluoride. Mm. But all of the government websites around the world still maintain that fluoride. And this is in, in places where fluoride is added. A lot of countries do not add fluoride to their water. And to further support your point, they have seen the same downfall in tooth decay as we have seen in countries where we do add fluoride to the water. Now, that's not to say that the number of people with decaying teeth are equal, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that they've seen the same drop-off that we have seen in terms of, like, the general percentage, if that
2: makes sense. Okay, so what the fuck, CDC? Explain yourself. I don't know.
3: But, and I think that that's really the question that sort of lives on the back end of this, this Mm -hmm. what the fuck CDC is like, if you're telling me that this thing is still good for my teeth and it doesn't have enough uh, damaging effect on my brain and all of the studies that are coming out are incomplete studies, which all may be very true, you have not necessarily proven why this is essential to me being able to move forward in in society and life and all of the things, why this has to be in my water versus why this has been added for a reason
4: unknown.
2: Yeah. Well, should we we take this to them? Like, I'm ready to go all the way with this. I'm ready to not do that much, but I'll... There's some stuff I'm ready that to I'll go all do. the way. <laughs> and not
3: all the way. But you know what I mean. I'm ready to uh to talk about it now and then once we hang up this Zoom, probably yeah. never talk about it again.
2: Oh, I'll consider leaving my postcode. I might <laughs> I might, you know, jump on Instagram, you know, social media.
3: (laughs) Please don't do that. I (laughs) do not want to be responsible for a change in your career Mm -mm. because you decided that this was enough motivation to go against big fluoride.
2: (laughs) Big fluoride. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no fear of me uh, taking to social media like ever. Maybe a few times a year. but
3: (laughs) Sure. You know.
2: (laughs) trying my best.
3: Anyway. Yeah, let's sit this one out. I don't know that it's worth it, but I do think in, if if I were to pull any uh, big conclusion out of everything that I read, you opting to just drink Mountain Valley sounds like a better choice than to, uh, to overexpose yourself to whatever might be in our water.
2: Thank you so much. I'd like to yeah. bow. I know that, I
3: know. (laughs) Again, (laughs) they cannot hear bows, but please know she bowed in three directions as if the audience were circular shaped in front of her.
2: Well, you know, a vivid imagination. Um...
3: (laughs) (laughs) An imagination brought to you by not fluoride. Mm -hmm. That's right, folks. You too can dream if you want to stop drinking fluoride, start drinking water. Out of glass, big ass glass bottles is what we say.
2: Big ass glass bottles. That'll be <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. We're gonna take one more break. We'll be back with more A C D and more. My mama told me.
0: Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors.
1: You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
4: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
3: We're back here with more D, More my mama told me we're still talking about that goddamn fluoride and the government trying to trick us into drinking their mind control water. Fuck you, government. Fuck you always. I think is <laughs> <laughs> maybe a better tag for this show. Fuck you, government. Fuck you always. Feels like the right instinct.
2: Yeah, X O X O Langston. <laughs> I just wanted to add another little tag. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't want to be mean to them. I give them little hugs and kisses right yeah. after I yell at them. But, but I do need them to know that I'm aware <laughs> of their bad behavior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's play a game. I have a fun game planned for us. It's it's our most classic game on this podcast. It's a a beautiful game called White Lies. You're
1: ugly, you're disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Give me $200.
3: White Lies. This is a fun game, Asia. where I am going to yeah. introduce to you a commonly held white conspiracy theory, one that that white people seem to be really uh, latching on to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And What I would love for you to do is tell me why you think this conspiracy theory is so important to the white community. What do you think they're invested in? What do you think these sneaky motherfuckers are up to? You know what I mean? I got you. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, this is a fun one. This is actually completely new to me, but apparently has been around since 1976. But apparently, and I wonder if you've heard of this, but there is a conspiracy theory that maintains that birds aren't real. There are no such thing as birds. I'll explain a little bit more, but looking at your face, you do not have any uh, prior knowledge of this conspiracy theory. I don't. Great. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I need further explanation. They're like they're dead. they're not here really.
3: Apparently there is a argument that all birds have been systematically exterminated and replaced with exact replica drones that these drones are basically tools of the CIA, that the the CIA poisoned off all the birds with chemtrails and then replaced the birds with drones so that they could spy on their populations. Mm -hmm. And my question for you (laughs) is, what do you think, or why rather, do you think white people are so invested in this conspiracy theory?
2: Well, I really have to tap into my Michael Cajun's side with this one. Sure. Like I have to just uh you know, my third eye really see it. Yeah. And this is a really funny one to me. I personally am I have a fear of birds. Mm. So I know for a fact they're real. <laughs> <laughs> I've been stalked by birds. I'm sorry. But, I don't think you get just, to continue
3: after <laughs> I've been stalked by birds. You have to explain at on under what circumstances was a bird hanging out in your bushes <laughs> and uh, staring in at you while you showered or whatever the fuck you're you're referring to.
2: Well, look, okay, look, I get the mistrust of birds, but they certainly exist. They're certainly there. Uh, do you know what a magpie is?
3: I've heard the word. I don't know that I know what you're describing, so tell me, please.
2: Okay, so a magpie is a, a bird in Australia. They're like black and white. And at certain times of the year they get very aggressive. Whoa. And I used to I used to walk to school. Oh, I'm getting like flustered. Um I used to walk <laughs> <laughs> I used to walk to school and there was this one magpie that every morning when I would walk to school was like, oh the bitch is back. And would like like magpies have killed people in Australia? Oh shit! That I don't know if that's real.
3: (laughs) Okay. All right. Wait a minute.
2: (laughs) That might be a lie, but I'm my whole life I've heard that magpies are deadly because they they're really fast and they like swoop down on you and they don't give up. Like,
3: and this specific magpie mm -hmm. specifically focused on you and had beef with you.
2: Yes. Every morning. Yeah. Like, true beef. Like, I saw the look in its eyes. It was like, oh, here she is again. Fucking one. Yeah. I didn't have another way to walk to school. It's the only route to get there. So, look, I guess... Well, now I'm buying into the whole theory. Maybe that's oh, the shit. CIA oh, fucking Oh, wait
3: a minute. <laughs> oh, no.
2: This the is white devil got you.
3: What are we going to do?
2: The capacity really just, like, jumped the fuck out. I... You know, I guess we all kind of feel like we're being watched. This is I'm trying to have mm. empathy here.
3: I like where you're going. I'm listening.
2: You know? Oh, this is so hard for me to get into this mindset because birds are so real for me personally. Yeah. They're a big part of my experience here on earth.
3: I will say that and maybe this is this only supports your your concern about the magpies mm-hmm. is that crows apparently are very good at memorizing faces that they can remember human beings and have been known to seek vengeance on people who have wronged them or hurt them. Now, I've never heard of crows killing people and certainly not in the way that you're describing where Mm. it's like a needle point to the neck (laughs) like the magpies. (laughs) But there is evidence of crows. You throw a rock at a crow and the next day that same crow is like you know, crowing at you from the trees because it recognizes, hey, bitch, you do the one that threw that rock. I'll never forgive you.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say that I think like white people think maybe that the government is smarter than they are. Mm. You know, I got a, a little piece of cardboard to say that I was vaccinated and just had like a sticker on it. So I yeah. don't know. I don't know if I believe, you know, that they're capable of like creating this drone that remembers you, you know, yeah, and is going to attack you with such precision. But I, I think, I think maybe that that's where we kind of, that's where that's where the part of me just splits into two. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I I will say I like that argument, though. I think that's a a reasonable argument that that has long been proven through a lot, especially in the covid of it all, Hmm. is that like white people really think the government is like this brilliant, evil entity, like sort of world power that's just controlling every facet of our lives. And I think people who have been more actively abused by the government certainly uh, intentionally abused by the government, would mm-hmm. say like, no, nah, these motherfuckers ain't smart. They're just rich and powerful and can do whatever they want and they don't care about our well-being one way or the other. Yeah,
2: they're, so, not, they're not smart. They're just doing stuff because they can.
3: Yes, exactly. And so they're probably not replacing birds with drones or putting microchips in the in the vaccines. They're probably just like trying out some some shit on us. And if it works... They win, and if it doesn't, they'll say sorry in 88 years when no one else is alive.
2: Just throw some fluoride in there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sounds nice. (laughs) It has a nice ring to it. Let's just, you know, throw it in there.
3: We'll see what happens. Yeah. And if we control them afterwards, that's fucking sweet. (laughs) That's a sweet plus one to this (laughs) wedding invite, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, Asia, I think we did it. I think I think we nailed the episode. Truly, <laughs> truly, one of our more classic, uh, <laughs> definitely our most classic sign language episode. Uh-huh. One of our more classic episodes. All in all, could you tell the people where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on?
2: Oh, sure. Uh, I'm I'm on social media and stuff because I am a millennial. Uh, <laughs> I'm at Ice Tray on Instagram. Uh, I haven't been on Twitter in about five years, but I'm there too. And, you know, I'm chilling right now. I'm unemployed and it's lovely. But check out our Audible series. Yeah,
3: do that unemployed shit.
2: That's right. I'm fun employed.
3: Okay. That sounds sick. That yeah. sounds like a person decaying, but unemployed <laughs> and loving it, I can live with that. But fun employed sounds like you're hanging out at the mall and getting phone numbers. And I don't mm-hmm. want that for you. So. So, don't be fun employed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's fine. It'll all be over soon. So, I'm trying to enjoy it while I can, you know? Hell Sleeping yeah. in, stuff like that. Doing yeah. podcasts <laughs> like this. <these. laughs>
3: well, please follow Asia. And as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman on all platforms. And if you want to send us drops, if you want to send us your own conspiracy theories, if you just want to send hateful messages to me personally, that'll break my heart. And and you know what? Stun my fucking daughter. Then you can send those to mymamaPod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, me and the baby. Otherwise, I don't know. Bye, bitch.